Welcome to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World. Two film buff friends decide to spend their remaining days creating and watching the ultimate movie bucket list. A podcast filled with film discussions, movie reviews, and a healthy dose of juicy celebrity gossip. Cinephiles unite. We're gonna need each other. Okay. I thought you were going to find out how to say hi in Sioux. I don't think that would be appropriate. You do it in other languages. <laughs> You've done well, ni hao. You've done... No. <laughs> like last year for... I think like it three was, weeks ago. That, I don't know. I, it's just I, a language. You're not appropriating it. That's true. I did not look it up. You're though. not doing other extremely <laughs> offensive things. That, that, yeah. yeah. I didn't like, come that, dressed today. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the thing you could have done, which I would have been like, hmm. Debatable. Debatable. How's it going? Is that good? Yeah. I'm like living off of a high right now. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? I think we should. (laughs) Samita and I went and saw Rocky Arani, Kiprim Kahani. Again. Again. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. So we saw it opening night Friday. Yeah. And then we went Tuesday night. Yeah. So not even a whole week. Yeah. To see it again. To see it again. Yeah. And it's still... It holds it, up. 100%. Yeah. It falters zero. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, just so... I actually liked it more the second Really? Time. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed the experience more just because I knew what was coming. Yeah. I think that first night I was like just a little worried. I'm like, what am yeah. I going to get here? Am I not going to like yeah. this? And the second time we saw it, we saw it in premiere seat <laughs> that was the, i think the bigger thing for me though the viewing experience was just much better for me though. it just was and it just was it was easier to enjoy and just like sit there and soak it all in yeah. than it was the first time it was i will say for a three-hour movie the premium seats are actually a good idea yeah and it was cheap tuesday so it was like the right time to pay the extra exactly. it was quite good and if you're a landmark <laughs> um, <laughs> member yeah. you can get them for even cheaper yeah i mean if free. landmark is looking to sponsor us then honestly Please sponsor yeah. me, Landmark. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's, your it's biggest fan. There. So it totally holds up. But I don't just want to talk about Rocky Arani. How dare you? Because I, <laughs> I know, right? It's been two weeks since Barbenheimer. Yeah. Second week had just passed. Mm-hmm. Rocky Arani one week has just passed. The dust is starting to settle on, like, what was a pretty big movie summer yeah. for movie people, and especially, like, South Asian movie people. Mm-hmm. How's it all sitting now? I'm like, what am I going to look forward to? Really, right? Like, I, that's a big yeah. thing. Like, Netflix movies. Yeah. Like, Heart of Stone is coming in next week. And the only reason I'm excited about Heart of Stone is Alia Bhatt. Yeah. yeah. That's the only That's reason. the only reason. So, it's just a little, like, I don't want the high to end, which is why I think I want to go keep seeing these same three yeah, yeah, movies yeah. over yeah. and over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we've talked about seeing Rocky Arani a third time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would actually totally see it a third time. Because it's just very exhilarating to no. finally see something that's, like, good. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I had saw Top Gun in theaters last summer... You would have felt the same? I would have felt the same. Okay. But, but I had didn't go see it, so... No, exactly. Yeah. We, we had to watch it around Oscar time because... Because it got it became nominated. Homer. And yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, I probably would have... Would have enjoyed it yeah. in theater, yeah. Do you think... So there's a lot that's been said, sorry, about Barbie. Yeah. Oppenheimer, I think, has... I think people just recognize, like, it is a well-made It's film. a very well-made film. Everyone who has seen it has been like, that's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because I think expectations were generally, like, not low, but I think people are like, this is... I going to be boring. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be boring, yeah. and it was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's a very good movie, and I think it's kind of just, like, cool. Yeah. 
and that's kind of it. We'll we'll see you come Oscar. We'll time. see you come Oscar time, and I'll I'll tell other people you should go see it, and you should go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. But Barbie has had a very visceral reaction mm-hmm. with people, and a very diverse mm-hmm. and a very divisive reaction with people. Yeah, you yeah. saw it twice, yes. back to back, pretty much. You saw it Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, and you give it four and a half stars. Yes. Now that the dust has dust has settled. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Still? I still really do okay. enjoy it. Really yeah. love it. Okay. I think back to a lot of scenes. And part of it is like people are posting them on TikTok now. And so like I, I'll see it, but I'll be like, no, I really did yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoy that movie. I yeah. had a good time with it. I enjoy the message. There are some weaker points. And like a lot of the online talk that I'm seeing, I'm not seeing very much of the negative stuff because I think that's just my feed. Yeah, I, fair I know, enough. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah. it exists. But a lot of the things that people are, like, really championing are some of the things that I thought was, like, a little weaker. Like, I don't think America Ferrera's speech is what people seem to think. I don't know why other people haven't seen it before, but I've seen that speech before. Here's the... This is a really interesting point, because I feel like a lot of people are seeing Barbie. Mm -hmm. If you go check out, like, when I was... When we were buying, like, Rocky Rani tickets, my wife is going Fridays, I had to buy them for her. Like, when I'm checking out tickets, Barbie is always full. It's always selling out like on a random Monday and a yeah. random Tuesday people are going to see it and yesterday when we went I did so much pink. <laughs> so much pink but also just like quick aside it was so nice to see the theater so busy. Yeah. It was like really, it was really actually good. it was a good feeling. It was a right? good feeling mm-hmm. to feel like going to the movies is now it was it's the summer event. activity. Yeah. Like everyone has to see a Barbie and Oppenheimer and now it's for Indian people Rocky Rani and it's mm-hmm. just that's a nice feeling. Yeah. That aside, everyone is seeing Barbie mm-hmm. and everyone is forming an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. But not everyone is a movie person. True. We are movie people. Yeah. We interact with a lot of movie people. We read reviews. We have your your TikTok is probably largely like movie movie, new movie people who are having those feelings. I think a lot of people have not seen a lot of stuff. So they haven't heard that before. So it does ring it's new to Clutch them. pearls to yeah. that. But okay. I think... Whoa, what is this feminist speech? But to the rest of us, yeah. we're kind of like, okay, but this is sticking out like a sore thumb right mm-hmm. now. I, I stick to my opinion about Barbie. I stick to my rating. Nothing is going. But I think the more I think back to Barbie, it has lost a little bit of its luster. You've only seen it the one time. I have only seen it the one time. That's fair. And I, I am interested in seeing it again. Yeah. But it has lost a little bit of its luster since the first time. Hmm. Oppenheimer hasn't. Yeah. Clearly Rocky Rani hasn't. hasn't. Yeah. But Barbie has lost a little bit of that sheen. I think part of it too, though, is gender. Like, I think this movie is for women. And I don't don't deny that. And here's my thing. I think it's lost a little bit of its luster. I also don't think it's personally a little bit more middle of the ground than like either extreme. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's incredible. It's definitely not a terrible film. No. So don't don't put it... I would put it more... If you made me pick, I would say it was brilliant over terrible. Good. Without... Conver- like, without having a conversation. It's just... That's the thing. Yeah. I have spoken to women, though, who have had... My sister, for instance, was like, it was good. Yeah. But... But it's... She... Like... There's a very specific tip. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? I... I that, like, do you not... Did you not watch Barbie and think, oh, this is for Mitha? But Mita, <laughs> did you not think that? Yes, yeah. I did think, I did watch it and I was just like, oh, Mita, love this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like pretty sure right away. Yeah. But I didn't think, but you're also an intelligent person. Thank you. Right? 
<laughs> you're an intelligent person. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're an intelligent person. You're a film person. So yeah. you have that insight to it. I don't think your like of the film is also just like, oh my God, it was incredible. I think your reaction is very like visceral and very fair yeah. and very true. And I don't think it has as much to do with a woman, you being a woman. Oh. I, that's my opinion. Yeah, I I can't say though because I don't you know what it's like to be two. a man, right? But, okay. uh, but I think what I'm gathering from, but this is why I'm saying that. What I'm yeah. gathering from what you said is you've liked things like the screenplay, fine, but the aesthetic, the performances, the There's fun of it, the musicality, the fun of it. You're not walking out being like I felt empowered. You have not said that to me. Empowered is such a tricky word, right? I felt excited. I felt like delighted to be a woman but I wasn't like yeah I'm gonna go out there and like kick some butt I don't think it was like inspirational in that way but I think to some people it is oh interesting uh, but I also just feel like a lot of the message are things that I do know yeah and I think I know them because I'm an intelligent person yeah, no truly yeah um, but there's people out there who probably haven't heard that before or have experienced that. Which is why, regardless of what anyone thinks about Barbie, good or bad, yeah. it's an important film. Yeah. It's an important film that I'm really happy is making, the money it's making, it's getting the eyes it's getting, especially for young women. Mm-hmm. I think it is really, really important. And I think the same way that you have, you know, that Bros was meant to be the gay romantic comedy that just didn't click, you need films that are hitting other, that aren't meant for the white male, yeah. straight male. Like, they just... It's not. It can't be the case. So the fact that men like Barbie or don't is irrelevant because they're not the prime market. I think my thing is Barbie still has to function as a movie, though. Mm -hmm. Whether it connected to me as a man or not, that's not the point. But Barbie still has to stand as a film. And that's where I think it doesn't. Oh, interesting. I think there are things about it that are really, really good. Yeah. But it just... That third act really... Takes you out. Takes me out. I would encourage you to watch it a second time because okay. the first viewing I did think like this is a bit kooky. Like where, okay. where yeah. are we going with this? Are we going to be able to rein it in? And she does rein it in at the end. At the very end, yes. At the very end. With the existential questions yes. and all of that. Yeah. The second time, I think because I wasn't watching it as critically because mm-hmm. I have seen it already, I could just enjoy it for what it was and it was a lot more fun. And the audience was, like, really enjoying those moments, too. Okay. And, yeah. But didn't they do it the first night, too? Yeah. First night was wild. Like, first <laughs> night, people were, like, going crazy. Because yeah. it also was, like, a, a special, premiere. Yeah, it was a, a special, special screening. screening yeah. And so, like, people were just, like, crazy for yeah. Barbie. But the second time I watched it, I was, like, really looking to see, like, how people... People reacted, were, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Because the first one, like, everybody was just, like, laughing and screaming the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so it's a, a bit of a disingenuous reaction because you're kind of like, well... You're just excited not, to be here. Yeah. You probably... They sell alcohol at the movie theater now. So, like, there's Ugh, probably... Know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't like that they sell alcohol in your face. <laughs> I think... You're not someone who drinks, so... I'm like, not something who, who drinks. Yeah. And I actually... I don't care. You do you. Yeah. But there's always... At certain, I guess I don't go to those movies anymore. Yeah. Like, the big public, like, Marvels and things like that. Someone always gets drunk. Yeah. And it's just... Like, you're at the movies. Like, slow it down. Like, really. Like, <laughs> I've this never is... had anyone, like, ruin an experience. 
I haven't had it, but I know other people who have. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I have friends who've gone to the VIPs, and some people have gotten, like, belligerent drunk. Oh. And they've been like, you're at the movie theater. I once, when, when I saw Halloween, like, the yeah. new, the newer Jamie Lee. Yes, this yes. One, the first one. Or maybe it was Halloween. It was Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. Kills? The second one. Okay. The second one, whatever it was. There was, like, a group of teens in there, and they were making a ruckus, and this one guy was getting, like, super pissed, and he kept yelling at the teens, like, shut up, shut up, and then he went outside and got theater staff to, like, kick them out. Good. Yeah. That's how it should be done. They were just, like, but they were, were like, getting rowdy around the, like, horror parts of the movie. They were enjoying a horror I hate rowdy teens, though. (laughs) I really hate rowdy teens at the movies. I'm not there for that. If you've ever questioned if Nadim is an older gentleman. Yes. I'm sorry, Liz. I like, I have, I'm very specific about what I like and yeah. what I don't like. And like, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not it apologizing is. for that. Yeah. I have to that point though. I have read some articles about how, I actually was just reading one today on BuzzFeed, which I know is not the most reputable, about women commenting about how men have ruined America's for a speech Either by oh. laughing through it or making <gasps> comments really? or like being so, like, you Get know. Get those incels out of the theater. <laughs> you're in a theater that is probably like 75% women yeah. across the board and 10% gay and then 15% either straight men who just want to see it or straight men who've been dragged there or, mm. you know, whatever it is. But like 15% like straight men and some of them, look, I saw it. I liked what she was trying to do. I realized it kind of took me out of it, but I love America Ferrera. So I yeah. was like, there for it. But again, you got to know that like, this is not speaking to me. Were you, so like not moved at all by Ken or the uh, message that's there? or The just Ken like, experience? The Ken experience, yeah. No. Nothing like No, I didn't. You? It didn't, it, because A, I don't think it was meant for me. I think Ken's story is meant as a, that's a filmmaking perspective. Yeah. I got to round out the story. I can't just leave it hanging. And she, she, I think her perspective is she wants to do better by the men in her satire of women in movies than movies have done with women. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to give this. And I respect that point. I respect that point. I respect, and that's why I, but I wasn't like moved by it. But I also think you're very secure in your confidence. I'm also not a white man. Yeah. You're not not a Ken. I'm not a Ken. I'm not a Ken. So it doesn't, like, I have never. Maybe they have like an AJ doll. (laughs) AJ doll, yeah. Which might speak to me a little bit And they would call it AJ. The last thing I want to say, two things, because... Uh, we should move on and talk about some animals. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we know. Even though this conversation is big. One thing I did read yes. was that a movie like Barbie mm-hmm. is, for whatever, this reviewer did call it a silly summer movie. It is. Still giving it a good review, but yeah. called it a silly movie, but also said that the sermonizing in Barbie is preaching to the choir. Because the people going to see Barbie are the people who, are, who already know, know this. this. Yes, but I think sometimes you—it's nice to have that. And I think there may be one or two people in that audience who aren't part of the choir who haven't been going to church every Sunday. You but know what I mean? Are they going to listen to the sermon? That's up to them. Yeah, and that's what the movie experience is. It's not meant to. I don't. I think like 
we always, we want films to like change lives and we want people to like get new outcomes out of it. But it is a very individual experience. Yeah, for sure. You and I are ranting and raving about Rocky or Ronnie. I'm sure there's probably somebody there who thought it was too masala for them. Yeah, yeah, too for sure. So we have to respect what people are experiencing. In oh, the for sure. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not, and I, I'm not saying that. I think I'm more speaking, I'm not speaking about Barbie in terms of, you're a girl, you're a young girl, and you think it's the best thing ever. That's not hurting anybody. Yeah. I'm not going to be there and correct you and say, like, these are the reasons why here's what's wrong about it. Okay. But if you're a film person and talking about it, then I can be like, well, here's actually why I don't think it actually works mm-hmm. as a, like, a film movie. But, like, for what it represents, it's fine. But on what I was saying was, Rocky and Ronnie is actually pretty preachy as well. Mm-hmm. And it's preaching a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of the same thing about women's empowerment and women's rights. It's very feminist in its thought process. And just as preachy yeah. as Barbie, really. But Rocky or Rani preaching actually might change someone. But I think the built-in audience is because I feel like Bollywood in itself yes, exactly. is much more like it's broad. Yeah. broader. Yeah. So you're going to have men in that audience and whatnot. Yeah. And... I don't think that's to Barbie's fault. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's Barbie's fault. I'm just saying that, like, in general, like, just preaching to the choir. I think, I, I, I think there's a, there's a world where people get tired of it. Yeah, I could totally see that. It's not something I'm gonna watch over and over and over. Yeah. I think maybe I'll go a third time, but I'm not a hundred. I want to do like Barbenheimer in one shot. Do you think I could do it? I think you could. Okay. Take on a day off. Yeah. Like, I would like to have that yeah. experience just because that's what the summer of 2023 means to it me It was Barbenheimer, yeah. It's something like if it was on a it's plane, a, I would watch it. It was Barbenheimer Kikahani is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Bar- Barbenheimer Kikahani. Yeah. You should make t-shirts. Yeah. I'd watch it on a plane. Yeah. I... If someone I knew hadn't seen it before, I would watch it with them. Yeah. But it's not something I think I'll, I'm going to seek out over and over. It's not Knives Out to me. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep, I yep, w- yep. went and saw Knives Out probably five times in yeah. the theater. And would see it a sixth time if you had had the opportunity. If I could, why not? Yeah. If I could see Knives Out and Glass Onion back to back, sure. Oh, yeah. I think somebody should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying. Um... But yeah, I, I I don't know if I would seek it out a lot outside of this summer. Like, I don't think in years to come. Okay. Maybe. So then my last question before we move on. Half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next week, we're going to stop talking with Barbie, Oppenheimer, Rocky Arani. And I know because I feel like our listeners are like, snap. It's, it's okay. I like next week's episode a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we'll have other things to talk about. So... Rounding it off, yes. rank the four movies. Oh my gosh. Four to one. Look, <laughs> it's very clear how I rank them yeah. because my ratings were all very different. I would go Rocky and Ronnie first and then Oppenheimer and then Barbie. And I haven't seen Mission Impossible, but I don't think it'll be better. Oh, I'm ranking Mission Impossible too? Throw that in there. Okay. Because you also, But you only give it four stars. Yeah. So give then that is clear as number four. Four. So now the other three, Barbie, Oppie, Rocky, rank them. Hmm. Number one. It's actually Rocky or Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. I gathered that when you yeah. said that last thing, that I don't think I'll watch it regularly. Rocky or Rocky, I've went to, I'm debating going yeah. every time. And you will watch it at home cooking or like yeah, in, the in the background. It's a very, it's very much that. Bollywood movies are great for yeah. that though. Yeah. 
like I wa- I'll watch Om Shanti Om in the yeah, yeah. while cooking that. But anyways, so yeah, Rocky or Rocky is a one for me. Barbie over Oppenheimer for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually think I might slice Mission Impossible. No. Yeah, no, it is four. I was thinking it would be three over Oppenheimer. Because Oppenheimer is not something that I would repeat. That's the thing about Oppenheimer. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a one and done. The only reason why I'm thinking of seeing it a second time is so I can have the Barbenheimer experience. Yeah. What if I had a Barbenheimer Kikahani experience oh my and I saw God. all three in one day? You could. Just plan your day out properly and you could. No, I really should do my laundry. In my <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean today, but like. No, but like in general, <laughs> I should just do my laundry. Sure. I should stop buying underwear. <laughs> so that you could go to a movie? Movie, yeah. Uh, I should really get my priorities straight. But what a good, what an amazing like movie summer. It's been so it's long. Been so nice. It's been I don't so, want it to end. Yeah. Don't make it end. But we are moving into Oscar season. Yeah. And so we're going to see some Oscar movies. Some serious shit. Some serious shit. <laughs> Which segues into Mita. An Oscar movie? An Oscar movie. Whoa. What did we watch this week? This week, we watched the 1990 winner for Best Picture, mm-hmm. uh, a film titled Dances with Wolves. Yes. Yes. We did. Would you like an IMDb oh, Dispro? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, throw it at me. Yeah, let me pull her up. IMDb describes Dances with Wolves as the following. Lieutenant John Dunbar, assigned to a remote Western Civil War outpost, found himself engaging with a neighboring Sioux settlement, causing to question his own purpose. That's a lot of words. It's a lot of words, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. yeah, that is the movie. <laughs> That's Dances with Wolves. So Dances with Wolves is our first movie from the 90s. Yep. We're, we're getting into the, a very recognizable 30 years. 30, yeah. yeah, like pretty much. 33. Movies that we've largely seen or have heard of or, you know, know a lot about. You hadn't seen this. I have not. Okay. No. I saw it in grade eight. Whoa. In, in school? In school, yeah. I watched it in civics class or something like that. How was that part of our, I guess, civic? Well, something. We're, it was, sorry, we're in Canada. In we're in Canada, <laughs> yeah. So we, we do have units about... The Native Americans yes, and, you know, Aboriginal culture. And our history and yeah. our Aboriginal culture and all of that. But I guess this kind of d- dovetails. Fell into place. Fell into or place. Or was your teacher male or female? Male. Was he gay? No. <laughs> I was going to be like, was he into Kevin Costner? No. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. I So I saw it in grade eight, which was a long time ago. And I had seen it and I remember not disliking it mm-hmm. and thinking that it was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But knowing that as an adult, I might not feel the same way. Yeah. I will also say this. I was not looking forward to this, especially after watching Rocky Rani. Yeah. When I really like a movie the way I like Rocky Rani, I don't want to watch anything else. Yeah. I want to stay in that world. I just want to listen to the music. I just want to talk about it. I want to read articles. Like, I really, I love staying in that yeah and so having to now have kevin costner and his white toastness penetrate that world was really difficult difficult and i'm also glad just as an aside that i then saw rocky arani before barb after a barbenheimer because i don't think i would have liked either of those two movies the same way interesting yeah i don't Mm -hmm. think they would have i think i would have had a little bit more of removal from them I attempted to watch Dances with Wolves before Rocky Irani because I figured that's how I was going to feel as well. Um, I attempted. (laughs) That's the the key word there because it's it's three hours, this movie. It's three hours. And it's 
I, I don't even want to say it felt like homework because it didn't for me this time. Yeah. It just was very hard to get myself in this world. world. Yeah. Especially because we've had these great two yes. weeks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I know I said it last week, but, like, they're just, they're really permeated in my brain. Yeah, yeah. like... I'm a Barbie girl, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. or even like I've been interested in like what was the 1940s like and like yeah. just been watching Killian Murphy's jawline yeah, yeah, for sure. days and it was hard to really like kind of dive into this. But then I realized I had to watch it. So then yeah. the next day, I was on this high of having seen something so enjoyable. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to watch yeah. this whole thing. It's a three hour movie that took me five hours to watch. Okay. But I did it. Okay. Yes. And? I did not hate it. Yeah. I went in thinking I'm not going to like yeah. this at all. I thought that this was going to be boring. Mm-hmm. I did not know how well it was going to be in terms of, like, this is the white man's point of view yeah. of what's happening like in Aboriginal surroundings. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Civil War time. I thought it was, like... World War One, maybe, or something. Sure, yeah, I didn't yeah. know, like, timelines or things. So I found that that was very interesting to me. And I... Did not, I thought that this was more, going to be more hatred towards Aboriginals than there actually was. Okay, and there's yeah. a lot of acceptance in oh, this yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know anything about the story. And so I enjoyed that. But I also was just thinking, like, this is so white savior <laughs> of yeah. everything. And, like, I I can understand, like, wanting to show it, show that point of view. Yeah. Especially for the 90s, like, this is pretty revolutionary yeah. like there wasn't anybody showing this but the whole time i was there i was like i would really like to see this from the other side yeah i want to know what it was like for them to come up upon john dunbar and what their thoughts yeah. and feelings were and the thing that really throws me off of this entire movie though which like makes me like it less is that john dunbar's narration like why can he not he can't act. act at all? Yeah, like, like it's at all. So distracting. It's so he's reading pages. Like yeah. you can tell, it's so distracting. It's not. There's no emotion there's behind no it. No emotion. Then I came up upon like but I that's, could do yeah, it. Yeah, but that's what it is. Yeah. And then I came up upon them, and they were sitting there, and I moved. Kevin Costner does not have the voice for narration. No, he doesn't. He's he, not a George Clooney. But he's also he's kind of a poor man's Tom Cruise. Oh. Like looks wise, I know he's taller, but like, <laughs> but looks wise, let the short kings live. But I'm saying I prefer Tom Cruise. Yeah, like I think Tom Cruise actually. Tom Cruise has, has charisma. Oh my god, he absolutely he's does. He's got Riz up the wazoo. No, but Kevin Costner has none. No. Kevin Costner has absolutely he's none. He's so vanilla. He's so vanilla in everything and about that's him. That's an insult to vanilla. Yeah, <laughs> which is like a fairly decent ice cream yes. base. You like, can hate on vanilla because it's still at least the basic. He's not basic. He's just bland. Below, yeah. Yeah. It was really, those are very similar to the feelings I had. So I, it took me three days to watch this, but I was, all, <laughs> I almost burped, I'm sorry. Three whole days? Let me have some I had time. to, because I had to stop and watch it. I just wasn't into it. I did not think I was going to like it. And I did end up liking it more than I thought I was going to. That said, I hate saying this mm-hmm. because we say it a lot and I don't want to trivialize or I don't want to like kind of paint everything with a a brush it just felt so white again yeah like it felt so like the civil war itself is such a white war which is very ironic but it still feels very much about like fighting over whiteness is kind of what it because that's what it was and i'm at a point 
of like just where we are as a society yeah. and like I don't care anymore. No, but here's like, the other thing. Y'all need to figure your It's shit not out. even an interesting <laughs> aspect of the Civil War. No. It's not like Cold Mountain for instance, which I've actually I've seen it. Oh, you haven't. No. Okay. Which is not a great, a great film, movie. but it still takes interesting aspects of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. This is just there's weird characterizations and stuff that just confuse me and then yes, the most interesting aspect is the CU. But also the text at the end that said that they lasted like 13 or 14 years before they were wiped out, essentially. Oh, yeah. That That's is the, the more interesting, interesting story. Why are you not showing that? Three, that? What, two sentences. I was just like, why was this not the entire film? Do you... I, I thought about that, too. And I think part of it might have been like, would it be... Like, would the Sioux appreciate that being depicted on film coming from this white man point of view? Because one is thing, that fair to them? Because one thing I did read was that the Sioux actually were very appreciative yeah. of how they were depicted and how like he he represented them. Yeah. And they made him an honorary member, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. And I And do, I did not think Kevin Costner was capable of that. I will say that. I thought he seemed like a Republican. <laughs> uh, isn't he a big Republican? He is. Yeah. But like I thought he was like super like racist but he Republican, seems to yeah. really yeah he uh, he respects the land that he really takes joy out of i will say that you could tell there was good intent behind this yes. film it's very evident he wants to portray him and his relationship with them positively mm-hmm. he never wants to make them look bad he never wants to stereotype them it's very and that is the, those are the things that i was surprised about as watching it as an adult realizing now but also like really impressed with actually yeah. being like oh you took care to make this of film these people too yeah. yeah you took care of them you took care of the movie you were actually interested in telling their, their story. story it's just should it be from his point of view okay barbie and rocky and Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> not to belabor the point yes are movies of their time yeah barbie will not hold up oh interesting i don't think it will hold up i don't think history will be kind to it I think... We don't know where history's going. We don't know where history's going. That's my prediction. Yeah. I don't think... I think Rocky Arani is a different because it's rooted in a different type of cinema. Mm-hmm. Like, it's rooted in Garin Johar's cinema, and that is timeless. There also are the same sort of values that are within Indian culture yes. that are still there. there. Whereas, like, North American culture, which Barbie largely more represents, yes. is always is evolving a lot more. Like, there's not as much tradition as there is in Indian culture. So I think, like, you have a point there. Yeah. And so I don't think Barbie's going to hold up that same way. I don't think history will look back on Barbie. And I think there will be a generation that doesn't cancel it, but looks on it the way that millennials look back on, or Gen Zers look back on, like, Friends, for instance. Okay. I don't think history will be super kind to it. My hope is that some culture is then formed later on in years where we do look at it with, like, a nice eye. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hope for the world. Yeah. And that's fair. But all this to say that Barbie is a a movie of its time. Yeah. So is Dances with Wolves. Yes. There were not Aboriginal people able to tell that story. Mm -hmm. So do we not... I think Kevin Costner... There were Aboriginal people to tell that story. They just were not given the opportunity. Exactly. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, they existed. They were people. They just didn't have the same opportunity that white men did. And quite frankly, they still don't have the same opportunities. Especially in the States. In Canada, there's a little bit more public funding from the government to to do things like that. But We're not perfect. We're not perfect either. No, no, not to say. I'm just saying there's a little bit more. Yeah. But all this to say that at the time, there was even less. There was even less... 
uh, resources and availability for them to do that. So the fact that at least a white man is telling that story, even if it is from his perspective, at least it exists. It's there. It's there, right? And fine, it's a white man's perspective of Aboriginal culture. But at least it's a very respectful form. And there's a lot of white saviorness and there's all of that stuff that we've talked about in the past. But in this, it is less annoying. It is less annoying. It's there. It's It's, prevalent. It's obvious to see, but I'm not... There is a sense of, like, appreciation. Yeah. And not appropriation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very relevant in it. But I do think, like, as a director, because he directed this too. He's not just starring in it. he's not just starring in it. He really should have reconsidered him being the star of this So there are other... Those are the things that actually bothered me more. I think the representation and all of that, I was actually kind of just like, I get this. Yeah. It's, again, movies of the time and the limitations and everything that was there. I Very authentic it. and all Very of authentic. I actually accept everything about it. He is trying to be the star of this film, mm. though. That really pissed me off. And I think a better director would recognize that he shouldn't be the star of the yes. film. Like him, Kevin Costner. Yeah. But also the character of John Dunbar should not be the star. Like an action hero. Like that opening yeah. scene where he's on the horse trying to get them to shoot him. And it's just like, yeah, like... That's uh, not what this is about. That's not what this is about. Like, yeah. I don't... Who cares? Like... There you're... definitely could have been more focus on the actual Sioux. Yeah. Yeah. And there's... But even if there wasn't, mm-hmm. let's say even if this is how the screenplay is being... This is the direction the screenplay takes, you don't need to make John Dunbar look like an action hero. No. And you don't need to be playing that action hero. Especially because, like, it was Civil War times. They were not action heroes. They were not action <laughs> no. heroes. And you spend so much time... The other thing I actually didn't like... The villainizing of white people, Mm. it feels kind of condescending. Here are the innocent and simple Aboriginal people, and here's the big bad white man. Yeah. And even coming from a white person, it just feels so, like, it feels inauthentic. But I do get why you would do that in that time. Yeah. In the 90s. Because you are trying to make the point. Yeah, for sure. What we did was bad. You do have to villainize them. But I don't think that's where it lands. You think it's, like, too... I think, kooky? Yeah, I think compassion has a way of actually making you understand something. Like showing, look, even the the aboriginals in the film, they say that the white men take without asking, which is generally speaking how that culture has seen what the white people did to them, that they, mm-hmm. they were very aggressive and angry and they took without asking and they kind of uh, assumed their presence in everything. But all this to say that while that's the case, you know, there's one pol- one officer who's a little softer at the end mm-hmm. with the mustache yeah. and the beard. A little bit more of that and a less of the hillbillies. Fair. Can you think of any other representations like in film of the white man where it works? Like you can see the three dimensions of it all. Because the only one that's point sticking out to me right now is Leonardo DiCaprio and Django. I feel like it's there. I can sense him. Being a nice person? <laughs> I can sense, like, not entirely. He's evil in yeah, yeah, that yeah. movie. But there is that, I can understand him. But his evil doesn't feel race-related. No. That's the weird thing. It's more internalized. And it's more about else. power. Yeah. His power over people, not power over black people. people. Yeah. And maybe and maybe that's just because we like Leo. So yeah. we are adding that. There is a possibility that that's the case. But even... It's hard. It's that's a hard a, thing that's a to hard do. thing to do, and it's a it's a good question. I think World War II is where you see it the most because you have white versus white, mm-hmm. and so when you have 
not Nazi sympathizers, but when you have people who are a little bit less black and white. I don't know, that's just for me. I just find it's a more consumable idea when it's not just like, the white man was bad, period. But he was. And also <laughs> just like, things like in the beginning, that man in the office who he get, like who gives him the letter that he has to take to the frontier, what is his problem? And why does he kill himself? And what is going on there? It's just like, that was so bizarre. Very random. There, like how he was acting, none of that made any sense. It's yeah. stuck in there. And even the guy who takes him, who ends up dying, also strange. It's just they're like things There's, that I was just the like. The story could use some work. Some finessing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Once he meets the Indians... It's, it is very It's nice. a better film. It's a much better film. Yeah. And there's actually some very endearing moments where he's like making them coffee or the one he tastes the sugar yeah. for the first time. There's some very... like That's where this really should have started. It, yeah. I didn't... And that's... It takes an hour to get to, get to that there. point. It's a whole hour of it's your three hour, hour movie that's yeah. unnecessary. But the other thing is, Mita, yeah. there's no story here. I can see where he thought that there might be. Yes. <laughs> I can see what he was trying to do. I'm not actually complaining because yeah. I actually don't think... But I'm just saying there's no story. Along, yeah. But it, if you're writing in a diary... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you really have a story yeah, in a diary? Yeah, and that's fair, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's a writer. No. Did he write this too? I don't know, actually. No, it's based on a book and okay. that person wrote the book. That's an interesting book to write. Because you're right, there isn't really anything. Nothing it's just sort of a series of events yeah, that but occur, which is, that's what history is. That's what history is. And it talks about how he goes from being this white hero mm -hmm. to being an accepted member of an Aboriginal community. Which is, I guess, that's, but that's still an arc. Yeah. So that's why it feels acceptable. But let's talk about Best Picture. Okay. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Best Picture. Yeah. And let's talk about the nominees. Yeah. So we have a movie called Awakenings, yes. which I have not seen. I saw. You recently I saw it. I watched it. We have a movie called Ghost, yes. which we have both seen. Yes. We have a movie called The Godfather Part 3, <laughs> yeah. which we both have unfortunately seen. Dad. Dad. And then there's a little film called Goodfellas. Yes. Which we have both seen. Which we have both seen. Yeah. I didn't see it recently. I wish I had. Yeah. I've seen it in my adulthood, so I'm going to count it. Yes. I watched... Goodfellas, Ghost, and Awakenings all recently. For the first times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Wild. Wild. So talk with thoughts. And Dances with Wolves is what won. This is an interesting year. Right? Yes. Very interesting year, actually. Very eclectic mix of film. Yes. Because the one that stands out to me is Ghost. Ghost stands out to me in terms of being nominated. Yeah. It doesn't quite fit. But I get it. Because they were doing something oftentimes where there was like a, there was a good crowd pleasing film in the that top five like all that snuck, snuck in. in. There. It always made it. And that's like, it's, uh, we're like working girl. Yes. There's always something that's like, that was just nice. Yeah. And Ghost is that. Ghost is very nice. I don't know if it, it oh, should no. be happy to be nominated. Yes, nothing else. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it is very entertaining. Yeah. But I'm not going to say it's the best romantic action thriller mystery it's a weird mix of genres as well yeah. it's a supernatural romantic mystery patrick swayze patrick swayze <laughs> like, movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Whoopi goldberg is the is best thing psychic? about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's great in she's it she's great in it i still question this one but really i just 
I don't know if it... I, I don't. I think it's an excellent it's win. It's spectacular. It's just hard to wrap your mind around, like, a comedic role winning. Always. For me. Yeah. Always. Because it's deceptive. Yes. But um, Ghost stands out to me in that list yeah. of, like, what won. Awakenings fits in terms of, like, what are you going to nominate as a best picture? Okay. Just um, in terms of story and tone. Okay. It's a really well-made film. And it's Penny Marshall. I was really surprised. Oh, I didn't know it was Penny Marshall. To see, Yeah. And it land, it does have like a lot of Marshall sibling sort of tendencies, and okay. like the cheese is like played in there. But Robert De Niro is is really good in it, and so is Robin Williams okay. as well. But it's a stocked cast. It is a very good cast, but I can see why it wouldn't win because okay. it just sort of falls under the radar a little bit okay. of like it's it's an Oscar nominee, but like it's never going to be a winner. It's like atonement. Exactly. The standout of, like, who I think should win... Godfather Part 3? Goodfellas! <laughs> of course. Goodfellas... It's great. ...is amazing. Yeah. It's... It's... I think it ties for Scorsese... It's like a three-way tie for Scorsese's best between Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, and Ooh. Goodfellas. I'm going to go Taxi Driver. As three. his best? As his best, yeah. yeah. Which is reasonable. I think any one of those three are... For me, it's Raging Bull. I think yeah. any of those three are, like... Okay. Yeah, it works. Yeah. But Goodfellas has a story. Great story. It has depth. Yep. It has comedy. Yep. It has thriller. Yeah. It has it has everything. Yeah. And it's so well made and so well put together and yeah. could easily fault. And it's just real it's entertaining storytelling that like is very hard to do and like should be the winner in this case, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say, I haven't seen Awakenings. Mm-hmm. I think Goodfellas should have won as well. I think it's it's everything you said. It's yeah. so it's it's so good. It's so charming. It's so charming, which is weird to say about a violent gangster movie. Exactly. But it's very good. You're literally rooting for these people, and they're mobsters. <laughs> it's the gangster movie you should be watching. Yes. Over The Godfather Part, part three, 3. Which is really only there because it's The Godfather Part 3. Yeah. It's actually not a good movie. It's terrible. It's, we did review we it. We did review it, and you should know, you don't need to watch it. I will say that even though the Goodfellas deserves Best Picture, number two is Dances with Wolves. Of a year four? If I were to rank them, I would say it is. I'm trying to see where I feel with, like, Awakenings and... Ghost? And um, Dances with Wolves, like, which I enjoy yeah. more. And it's hard, because they're both, they are the two that are like, these are the, your prime Oscar, Oscar films, yeah. Like, this is what's going to get nominated. Dances with Wolves, for me, it's that lack of story that really okay. comes through. Yeah, enough. That comes through. It's yeah. just like, there wasn't really anything to, like, hold on to. Yeah. Other than the history, which, like, I am aware of that history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know these things Maybe not as well as I could possibly, but I am aware. Whereas Awakenings is actually a very interesting story, also a true story. Yeah. Um, and like something I had never heard about. I did not know about this disease that people had where they were left in like a catatonic state. And that they found that medications that help Parkinson's patients mm-hmm. is actually waking them up from their mm-hmm. catatonic awakenings. Awakenings. Yes. There, you, there go. you go. Yeah. And like, the, it was very interesting to learn about that yeah. and like to experience something new. So I think I'm going to go. You want me to rank them? Yeah. <laughs> Kelsa Priest. <laughs> loves to make <laughs> I me like rank. a good ranking. Okay. One is Goodfellas. Yeah. Two is Awakenings. Okay. Three is Dances with Wolves. Four is Ghost. Five is, Five is Godfather Part Three. Okay. Yeah. I will say this was 
I get why this beat out Goodfellas, though. Oh, in terms of the Academy? Yeah. I get yeah. why, because when we talk about the homogenous, the, the middle of the ground, mm-hmm. this is it. And the more we watch these movies and the more I see Marty getting snubbed, I get why The Departed does win. Yeah. yeah. I get that as well. The Departed is like his most commercial yeah. gangster movie. Dances with Wolves was also a huge financial success. Oh. It was made on a budget of $22 million and it grossed 184 Do we think it's Kevin? No, I think it's the movie. Yeah? I actually think, when you watch it, and I think, think about people of the 90s, right? Like, you have to think that, like, 33 years ago, mm-hmm. what were the people like? So they didn't see things like the white saviorness. They didn't see... You know, it's made that whole thing that I hate about the action starness that was very much of the time. Yeah. It's, but it still has the softness that we do still currently like about it. Yeah. I think the, the sheen has dulled on it a little bit, but it still maintains the strong things. But that sheen was there at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure at the time people were like, you have to see this movie. It's excellent. It'll make you feel. It'll do this. It'll do that. And I can see people liking it. Mm-hmm. I can see people looking at this list and being like, well, that's too violent. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Godfather Part 3, I don't think, was a part of the conversation. Ghost is too quiet. Or or Ghost is too commercial. Too commercial. Awakenings might be too esoteric Mm -hmm. from your explanation. And so here's the commercial intellectual mix. There you go. It, like, makes complete sense, actually, to me why it won. But I would have voted for Goodfellas. Of course. Yeah. That's the better film. That's the better film. There you go. It, Suck it, Academy. It makes complete sense this time. Sometimes that it doesn't, wouldn't. but like I look at this and I'm like... It's not a far-fetched thought. It's not a far-fetched thought, and it's not something that I'm just like, this had no business being. Who was Kevin Costner by 1990, though? That's what I kept He like, had Field of Dreams, which was, was that it? a big movie. Okay. That's it, though? It Yeah. Is he in Bull Durham? No, that's... I think he is Bull Durham. Bull Durham? Durham? 88. Okay. So he was a somebody. He was something. That's 80. Bulldrum is 88 and then Field of Dreams in 99. So like he was, he was a somebody at this, in 89 and then this is this in his first 90. directorial debut? Yeah. That's really interesting to put that much power into somebody who's just like an I actor. think he was big though, Nita. Yeah? I think he's bigger than we realize. Realized? Yeah. At that time. If you think about Bulldrum and then Field of Dreams and then this, like he clearly has something, something. about him that... I have never understood. I've never liked Kevin Costner. I've always thought he's bland. I'm trying to pull up, like, what his other stuff was around that time. Yeah, it's not like he wasn't the big chill. All my TikTok lately, a lot has been just him in Hidden Figures, because I think it hears me saying yeah, Kevin yeah, yeah. Costner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's good in Hidden he's Figures. He's good in yeah. Hidden Figures, but, like, that's such an... It's not a hard, difficult thing for him to do. Oh, my God. Because that's him. He gets to show up for the day and be a white man. Like, and be a white man. Exactly. Yeah. He's not a great actor. He's I'm also... Not, I have not seen uh, Yellowknife. I haven't seen Yellowknife either. Yellowstone. Oh, <laughs> Oops. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking Yellowstone, knife, jackets. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. just so it's much so yellow. Many. Yeah, yellow. Um, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I have not watched it. My dad watches it. Kevin Costner is a man for my dad. He's He is a man for dads of our generation. Yes. Yeah. He is not for us, though. I just, I don't think he's exceptionally good looking. He's not a great actor. He's very, very, like, this he's, sounds really harsh, but, like, the representation of, like, average American man being popular. Yeah. Like, he was probably popular in high school because he's he was... He's a Ken. He's a... But not even as good looking as Ken. 
No, you're just thinking Ryan Gosling is Ken, but Ken the doll yeah. is not that yeah. good looking. He's, he's milk toast. <laughs> yeah. It's very, yeah, it's, yeah. Very bland. Do you have any sequel prequels? Not really, no. Yeah. I think the only thing I would I would like to see if this does, if somebody wants to like remake it or do yeah. something, is the perspective of the actual Sue. Okay. Um, and the Pawnee. Yeah, and yeah. like their experiences oh. of coming upon a white man. I think that would be more interesting than seeing a white man come upon them. Also, I cannot take anyone saying Pawnee because seriously of anymore because of Parks and Rec, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm sorry. It happens. I also think that was a very smart call. Having... The villains be other Aboriginal people. Mm, yes. That was a nice... Very smart. It was a very smart move to show, hey, they can be savages, but they can be kind people too. too. Yeah. There's two sides. There's to two sides. To, exactly. Yeah. I think they're... But they didn't do that for the own white man. No. No. Yeah. Rating. Rating. Okay. I was really, really not looking forward to watching this. Yeah. Like I was in a negative mindset and I think... Watching Rocky Rani helped like put me in a positive okay. mood, so I was like, "Okay, let's do this. It's a movie. It won Best Picture. Who knows?" Yeah. Um, I think I had like regular negative connotations of Kevin Costner. Yes, in mind. exactly. Like, yeah, we've talked about Molly's, Molly's game, game and how he ruins it. Yeah, but that's not his fault. That's I actually, work. I was fault. just gonna say, I don't think it's necessarily his fault. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's unfortunate that he's playing that because role. if you take out that part, he actually like he's yeah. the mean dad and he does it really well. Yeah, yeah. So fine, like, fine. We can't blame him. We have to blame Aaron. Yeah. And maybe Jessica Chastain. No, no not never Jessica. It's Jess. just, that's all Aaron's fault. That's all Aaron. Anyways, that's my, like, yeah. that's Kevin Costner to me. And so I really was not looking forward to this. And the first hour of this is really a snooze. hard to get it's into. A... Hard to understand. Yep. I can't really tell you too much of the politics of the Civil War because I'm not fully aware. Yeah. And this movie doesn't do a great job no, of, like, explaining that. I just know it was white versus white. Uh-huh. Um, but I once we do meet the aboriginals and he gets involved with them it is very interesting and it's something that wasn't shown up until that time and hasn't been shown really all that much in mainstream media Mm -hmm. like this and i think we actually need more of this now like i want to see these stories i want to understand the history i want to see it from a different perspective but i can't fault it because this was 1990 and this was Never done before. And it's a whole different experience for that hour into it to the end. Yeah, the other two hours are much better than that first hour. That first hour. We didn't talk about it, but I actually really thought the love story in this was interesting. I think Christine in herself is very very interesting interesting, character. And I would have loved to see more More of that. More Christine. And I... She was also up for Best Supporting Actress. And so that's where I start yeah. to tickle. But should it be to Whoopi or should it be to, I'm forgetting her name. Mary McConnell. Mary McConnell. Because it is a very interesting character. And that's what caught my eye. Maybe it's because I'm female. That's probably most likely why. But <laughs> no, you're, you're, sorry, Mary McDonnell. Mary McDonnell. No, you're right. Very interesting character. Yeah. Whoopi's still better. Yeah, Whoopi takes, steals, steals, <laughs> steals ghosts, the movie. Yeah. And she shouldn't have to, but she does. Without Ghost doesn't work without Whoopi. It's true. It doesn't. And also, I really enjoyed Tony Goldwyn in it. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> Anyways, um, Christine is a extremely interesting character, and I think that could have been explored even more. Yeah. I totally forgot for sequel people. I would have liked to have seen like what, what a, that yeah, transition her story, yeah. was like, because because. 
to grow up in yeah. this white community and then to be taken in by the yeah. Aboriginals is just very fascinating. And I think there's probably a lot of stories of that that we don't know. Yeah. And I think those should be told today. And I think this movie sparks a lot of interest. And so it's surprising to me that come after 1990, we don't see very much of this anymore. Yeah. Like it does get really weighed down with sort of more commercial classics. And so the interest that's there is enough spark for me to say, like, I think people actually should watch this. Mm-hmm. It is long. Mm-hmm. It is hard to get through. I wouldn't say, like, do this for a fun Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say, like, if you are interested and wa- are debating, like, should I watch Dance with the Wolves? Yeah, do it. Yeah. Because it is very much a story that hasn't been told since. As well made. Like, mm-hmm. it's beautifully shot. Yeah. It, there's some really nice imagery in there. Um, Great set design, good costume. Yeah. Yeah. It just lacks a bit of editing, I feel like. Um, I think Kevin Costner as a director really should have edited himself out and probably could have found somebody a bit better for the John Dunbar role. Or at least just like not have the narration in there at all. It needed the narration. It needs the narration, but the narration ruins it. Yeah. So I think like a critical eye would have been... I think he could have more of a critical eye. Yeah. But it, it is... A well-made picture yeah. that I too understand why it would win Best Picture. So I'm gonna land on like a three. Okay. It's not great. It's not spectacular. No, but it's not bad. But it's not terrible, and it's not the worst. Does it deserve Best Picture? <sighs> deserve is an interesting question. Not would you vote for it? Does it deserve Does Best it deserve Picture? It? In my opinion, no. Okay. I think those. Points of like he could really he won best director as well he right did. I don't think he is the best director for of that 1990? year of nineteen ninety and I don't think this is the best picture of that year but more in terms of like I think that's evident yeah. I think this is a tricky one we haven't actually done this for like the last sixty years yeah. where you're like I don't I wouldn't have voted for this but. I'm not hating on the fact that this won either, necessarily. No, I think it's really revolutionary in terms of, like, what we've been seeing in terms of what culture is like and what types of movies are being chosen. Because this does fit the stereotype of, like, Oscar bait movie. Yeah, yes, yes. But it's a story that's never been told and, like, a a culture that's never been experienced on screen. And I can appreciate that, but just because it has that doesn't make it the best picture. And I don't think it does deserve it. fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, pretty. I feel pretty much the same about almost everything. Yeah, I really, I really, I think a lot of the same stuff. I think there's a lot of. I think the fact that it was made, the fact that he made it, and the fact that he made it with respect and with heart Mm -hmm. is really commendable. I don't. I've been very clear. I'm not a big fan of Kevin Costner as a actor, as a director, as like anything really. He just doesn't do anything for me. I cannot see the appeal of him as a film, like a movie star. But you got to give it to him when you watch this. It's made very sensitively. It's made very, very much respectful is is hard because a lot of movies made by white people about other cultures are not. And yeah. I don't even think they're made disrespectfully. I just don't think necessarily the care is always given. Yeah. Or the, the, you know, they're not going one or two steps to just think about decisions or thoughts. He is. And it's very evident in how he's made this. It's very evident in how it's written. Mm-hmm. So for those things, I do commend it and I do respect it. Does it always land? It's the same thing with Barbie. It's great for what you've done. And I think I respect it and I like it for what it stands for and what it stands for in film history. But it still has to stand as a movie. 
it still has to it's still up to the same criteria and the same criticism that any movie is and in that case no it doesn't necessarily hit everything that first hour is long, long and tonally off and like I don't I don't like it it takes a long time for it to really get going and I get that that's just a part of how that story plays out yeah I don't think I think where it's well directed it's very well directed mm-hmm. and when it's not well directed it's very evident yeah. and that's it's unevenly directed as a result. It's unevenly edited. I don't think it takes a I don't think the bad takes away from the good. I just wanted more good. I get why it won though, personally. I get why it beat out Goodfellas. It's just this is the obvious choice, honestly, when you look at that list. Yeah. Like it really is just like mm, I can see totally why this won over something like that. Does it deserve it? No. I think Goodfellas still deserves it, mm-hmm. and I guess that's why I would have given it to it. But I do, I do see why dances with why, Will, it why it won. Yeah, I also am landing on three. Okay, because I was expecting to like this less. Yeah, I really after I watched it after Rocky Rani, and I was like, okay, I got to sit down. I watched three hours of Dances with Wolves, <laughs> and the whiteness really bothered me in that first hour, and not just in color, but how it just I don't know. You know, there is something to be said about representation and something to be said about seeing yourself in a film and Rocky Rani speaks to me. Yes. Not just in terms of like an Indian speaking to an Indian. It's a movie talking about things that are pertinent to my culture, my life that I've grown up with, that I've mm-hmm. spoken. Like it's so that's hard to then watch this movie that is so removed from me emotionally and intellectually. It's watching something on screen where Rocky Rani is actually experiencing something that I can connect to. Yeah. Which is probably why men aren't connecting to Barbie. Because yeah. there is a bit of a disconnect there, right? Yeah. And I felt that disconnect especially. But with Barbie, at least, as a fi- from a filmmaker to filmmaker, I love what she does with it. Mm-hmm. So I connect on that level. I don't have anything to connect to this. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. There you go. I didn't fall asleep in it. Exactly. So three stars it is. There you go. Dancing with Wolves. Dancing with Wolves! Dances. There was a moment where I might have given it three and a half even. Oh, really? And then... I found... He talked? <laughs> yeah, kind of. He spoke? And the white saviorness came through, yeah. especially in the end when they have the battle with the Pawnee. There was so much, like, white love that I was just yeah. like, ugh, I'll just tone it down. Stop it. Stop it. We get it. <laughs> so we have a really shitty movie to watch next week. Oh, the worst! The worst, but before then... <laughs> game That's me, a Mita. joke, everybody. That's you better the, realize. <laughs> the truth. Meet the yeah. game me. Okay, last week, Nadim. Yes. Um... You had me connect Spy Kids. I did. To one of the best movies of the summer. Yeah. Barbie. Yeah. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Um, so this week, Nadine. Yes. I'm going to have you connect one of the best movies of summer. Yeah. Barbie. Yes. To one of the best movies of summer. Rocky. Oh! Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> KKK. Okay. There's a way to do it. I'm sure there is. I figured it out already. Okay. Okay. Your timer starts... Now. Okay. <sighs> Who is in Barbie? <laughs> Lots of people Lots of are people. in Barbie. Lots of people are in Barbie. Like too many people. Okay. Oh, Barbie. Oh! Yeah. That person's in it. <laughs> I'm trying to do... I'm trying to get from Gal Gadot to Barbie. Okay. There is a way to do it. Yeah. And I'm wondering... Someone in Wonder Woman... Yeah. Is in Barbie? No, but there's someone you could easily connect. 
That's not the way I chose, but that is a way to do it. I'm also thinking she's in date night as well. And I'm trying to think, oh, so I could do... Gal Gadot's in date, date night? Yeah, she is. Oh, so okay. I'm going to do Barbie with Ryan Gosling, is in Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell, who is in date night with Gal Gadot, who is in Heart of Stone with Ali Abhat, who is in Rocky Rani. There you go. Just under a minute. Not the way I yeah. did it, but a way. A way. I did it as... So Kate McKinnon is in Barbie. Yeah. She's in Ghostbusters with Kristen Wiig, Kay. who is in Barb and Star... Take Vista, Vista Del Mar, Mar with, with Jamie, Jamie Dorman, who's in Heart of Stone, with Ali Abut, but also Kristen Wiig is in Wonder Woman 2 with Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. There you go. Gal Gadot. Also, Gal Gadot has been a guest on SNL when Kate McKinnon was there. <laughs> SNL shouldn't count, though. But, like, I feel like in this scenario, it could. Because, because they directly kind of interacted? Yes. Yeah. Because there, have you not seen um, Kate McKinnon's impression of Gal Gadot? I, I'm... We'll watch we'll it after. We'll watch it after? Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it, but I would yeah. like to see it. There you go. Okay, Mitha. I'm not looking forward to next week. I hear it's really terrible. It's the worst. It's the worst, because what are we watching? Next week, Nadim, get your Chianti and fava beans, <laughs> because we are watching The Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, it was excellent. There we go. This, Mitha's, you can already quote the quotes. <laughs> If you guys can't tell me, though, effin loves the silence of the land. <laughs> Take a look at my letterbox account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll see. It's in so, my top. I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Nothing. I'm going to just hate it just to spite you. We're only going to talk about <laughs> Buffalo Bill. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. Okay, Mitha, until we do that, yes. do you have any parting words? I do. Dunbar, not dumb bear. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I like that. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and... Rate and review. And we will see you next week for The Silence of the Lambs. It's gross. That's what he does. <laughs> Thank you so much for indulging our Barbenheimer and Rocky Ronnie talk for so many weeks. It's never going It's away. not, yeah. No. Well, it might silence this for a little bit. This is now exclusively <laughs> a Barbenheimer Kiani podcast. <laughs> Have a lovely week, friends. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by No One. You can send us an email at moviestowatchpod at gmail.com, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at moviestowatchpod, and check out our letterbox at movies, the number two, watch pod. As always, keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.